I'm Mike Shrews. I'm Timothy. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, Episode 5. Again, welcome back, everybody. I am Mike Shrews here with my co-host Tivis, and you're listening to the Monster the Cast. The Monster Cast. We're gonna get that down one of these days. The podcast where we watch uh different episodes, well, watch through the episodes of the monsters, uh movies, TV shows, whatever monster-related items there may be that we come across. Um, and discuss what we think about the show or content or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. Tivis, you want to start us off? Yeah, uh, there's a couple things that I want to talk about before we actually dive into the first episode we're going to talk about this week. Dun, dun. Uh, so I'm going to pull back the veil for the first time. We're five in now. I think it's safe to say uh, we're recording these a little early. And so it's still mid-October for us. And I'm watching Halloween specials. I just got to uh, the season five of George Lopez with uh, uh, their Halloween. And they recreated uh, Leave it to Beaver, the Monsters, and Jetsons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just watched the Monsters clip before we started this. Yes. Uh, they faithfully recreated all of these, like... I don't know who was in charge of putting this together, but they they are clearly fans of all three of these shows. Yeah, this um this one for the Monsters clip that that I just watched um is very reminiscent of uh what episode was it when Herman it was episode 4? No. Episode yeah, I believe it was episode 4 with Dr. Dudley. Um yeah, they even bring him back. Yeah. Same actor and everything. Wait, what do you mean? That was the the same guy who played him in the monsters was in that uh, George Lopez oh, short. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Templeton from Charlotte's Web. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Leslie Jordan's just awesome. I, I like him mm. in a lot of stuff. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, like uh, he does a really good job of staying with the same character. They do the whole no glasses thing. Here's the glasses mm-hmm. again. And it, it was awesome to see him do that. Um, I believe it was episode four where we first saw Dr. Dudley, correct? Or was it? I believe so. My stuff's not opening up fast enough because I blue screens before we started recording. So, yay. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, they, uh, George laughs a little too much, I think. But I mean, when you get a chance to play Herman Monster, just why wouldn't you? <laughs> right. Right. But uh, all of them played the casts really well. Yeah. And the makeup they put on um, George's mom in that episode. Yeah, she was grandpa. grandpa. <laughs> it, it was actually really good in comparison to the original makeup. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool. And she that. got a lot of uh, Al Lewis's mannerisms down, yeah. like really well. Yeah, it, it goes to show too. Like you can watch them; these characters from the George Lopez show 
portray these characters from the monsters from the 60s and you can be like yeah i can actually see these specific character traits within those characters already built in so it's, it's like you know that i would think that the monsters set precedents for a lot of character <laughs> tropes and things like that you know oh um, yeah especially within the sitcom world um yeah, because I mean, me. how many other freaking sitcoms have done like uh, with this George Lopez episode? It was dealing with him wanting to or not wanting to have a physical done for life insurance. Um, yeah. But how many other sitcoms have done the similar thing? Whereas with the monsters we had already in the previous episodes, Herman didn't want to uh, go on a diet. Was that what it was? Or no, he he wanted to go on the diet, but he didn't want to see the doctor afterwards because the doctor had fainted and stuff like that. They had said, yeah, and his first appearance was episode four where uh, Herman thinks Lily is pregnant. That's what I thought. OK, yeah. Awesome. Um, do you got anything else on the Lopez thing? I no, other than, you know, it's just a fantastic show that <laughs> I, I, I that's what I'm going to have to revisit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I'm also doing a, a watch through of just sitcoms in general uh, okay. on the side as well. So uh, I'm starting early on. I'm only in 87, uh, starting Full House and all that. But that's not this show. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing I want to do is uh, uh, we do another show called Operation Babble. On that, I mentioned I'm a huge fan of uh comic geek speak and we actually had one of their hosts on that show a couple weeks ago well in that group you know i I was uh mentioning that we're starting this show because a lot a lot of them are similar to us we love these old shows and Mm. i thought they might find it interesting and uh uh one of the members uh lynn workman a phenomenal artist uh was sharing some of his uh drawings and uh paintings and uh, I think drawing's the wrong word, but Sketches? I'm not an artist. Sketches. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, and so I wanted to give you know him a shout out. Uh, you know he's got a website, uh, linworks.com. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, phenomenal artist. Awesome. Uh, was even so kind to show uh, share a picture of him with a. Uh, Butch Patrick by the uh, Patrick's uh, monster coach, which I thought was really cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, okay. Oh, he's sorry. Um, <laughs> so do you want to get into episode eight now? Eight. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, this one's titled Herman the Great, uh, season one, episode eight. Because I have to start putting these down. We're so far in my uh goldfish memory is failing me uh (laughs) this aired november 12th 1964 and as this comes out uh we have just passed the 57th anniversary of this episode Mm -hmm. Uh, this is another one written by joe Connolly, bob Mosier, and norm liebman and this is directed by uh early bellamy i believe is how you pronounce that who did the last episode we talked about as well okay okay cool so episode or the Tin Can Man was the last one we had discussed. Yeah. So people remember. Um, so Herman the Great, the synopsis goes, 
Uh, as Tiva said, November 12th, 1964, after Herman decides he must start to put some money aside for Eddie's college education, he takes a job as a professional wrestler called the Masked Marvel. After he demonstrates his superhuman strength for Eddie's friend, the son of a pro wrestling manager. And this, I feel, resonates with me and you, too, also being fans of pro wrestling. Yes. <laughs> um oh yeah so do you want to start off with this man or you want me to go or uh all right well uh this one opens up with herman uh bending a bar into a pretzel pretzel for who i thought was elmer at first but no this is a new kid wilmer who is definitely not the one they were babysitting (laughs) yeah yeah they uh they just bring in new kids all the time for eddie to be and every kid yeah. loves like his parents. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> that's the that's the glory. Like, it's I don't know if it was an undertone that they meant to put into the show, because in within the show they do a lot of uh, you know appreciate people for who they are, not for what they look like. Shit like that. I wonder mm-hmm. if it was like a light undertone showing you know kids actually do that automatically. It's mm-hmm. not until they're trained to to not do that <laughs> that it's oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's been a, a staple in a lot of these you know uh, for lack of a better term cheesy mm-hmm. uh, stories mm-hmm. uh, even up until the nineties uh, I just watched an episode of Power Rangers Zio where uh, the Christmas was saved by the innocence of a child yeah yeah but. <sighs> Although, like, you know, Herman thinks everyone's ugly if they're not, like, dead. So that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, well. Counterproductive uh, there, but. <laughs> and, and as per usual, we're introduced to a, uh, a, a an actual normal problem that everyone has to deal with, which is Herman needs to go hold the car up so Grandpa can fix it. <laughs> just, you know, the car's broke down. He needs to hold it up to change the tire. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like they haven't heard of Jack's. <laughs> <laughs> why use one when you got someone who can lift it true yeah he's not doing anything else um so within this one though they are trying to raise money for eddie to go to college already and what grade is eddie in now he's probably in like i don't junior high-ish grade like or like fourth fifth sixth junior grade some high shit. i don't know Fourth, yeah, fifth or I was going to say he's, like looks that. elementary to me, but yeah. then again, I always get kids' ages wrong. I don't have any, so. Yeah. Uh, so, I, well, yeah, well, that that's another thing. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wilmer goes home and tells his, uh, shows the bar to his dad, who runs a wrestling promotion i'm curious how they got the bar there because it, the woman's dad couldn't even pick it up <laughs> so. the kid's stronger than he is <laughs> the strength of youth <laughs> uh, but yes he does run a wrestling promotion there um and it's it's 60s wrestling promotion where it, it, this is the point in time where wrestling was pro wrestling was more like I don't I don't know how to say it without being in I don't know it I, I would say that this was oh 
excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, this is a lot of people can say this is like the golden era of wrestling because this is where it was getting really big promotions. Right. You know, we're getting TV deals left and right. Uh, TV helped wrestling's popularity a lot. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. And uh, but they did a very nice job within this uh, episode for the 60s, especially to not necessarily just go out and say pro wrestling is fake. Um, yeah. Pro wrestling also, by the way, is there's not some fake, stuff later on but- that I'm like, oh, these guys were lucky they didn't because a lot of promotion runners, they, they were not mm. great people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm curious if some of the uh, guys that they used as the wrestlers were wrestlers back in the 60s. Because you got to think, like, well, this is the time of what? Was it? I can Jerry answer Dick? that for one of them okay. for sure. <laughs> okay. But we'll get to that. All right. So. Uh, there's a great joke. We go to the, we cut to them in the, the kitchen and Lily's complaining about how making Chinese tea and some kind of Russian thing in my bob. I don't I'm not a tea drinker. Okay. Uh, it, it never goes correctly. <laughs> Uh, uh, then Herman is reading Tooman Garden again, so you know uh, it's probably just a prop laying around, but I appreciate the continuity. Uh, uh, and begins talking about how important it is to save for Eddie's college because you know they're great parents and they care about their kid. Mm. Yeah, um, it's interesting though because you never, it's an issue that a lot of parents overlook i would say nowadays of preparing kids for college (laughs) as tim is like (laughs) i love that i look (laughs) um yeah i know my parents didn't even think about that maybe they should watch this episode uh yeah but they also had 100 kids so um but yeah it, it is an issue that a lot of people overlook and I like that they touched on it a little bit. Of course, this was like early 60s when they did it. So they were still coming out of that 50 era where like, you know, the dad worked, the mom stayed home and the kids went to school and blah, 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 blah. So I, I understand why they did it. But I, I would like to see that more often in shows nowadays, by the way, like, you know, teach people some financial responsibility. Just because they're your kids right now doesn't mean you don't have any responsibility for them later in life, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, college isn't the only option, people. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the trade schools are very much viable and a lot more practical because how many of us have a degree that is absolutely useless? Or YouTube. YouTube's a viable option, too. Get, get that yeah, clout chasers. Yeah, entertaining enough (laughs) anyways (laughs) before we get off on a tangent there (laughs) um so yeah uh, where where are we exactly (laughs) uh grandpa mentions that it's always good to have stuff buried around which once again grandpa has definitely killed people and Mm. i mean we had a comment a couple episodes ago there's there's people around the yard aren't it definitely yeah, because he mentions multiple times that you have to dig, dig them up. Um, so, so after uh, what is the kid's name again? Because they all they Wilmer, all sound alike. Wilmer. Okay. 
Um, I think. So after he drops off the thing to his dad and his dad gets the wrestling promotion signed up and all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, Oh, Oh, we do get they, this little fact about Herman before that. Uh, he, he went to Hilderberg university, uh, the medical, uh, field for six years, mm-hmm. uh, in different jars. Yeah. Which is a <laughs> real uh, university. And then uh, Grandpa mentions the the phone. He's like, "What?" Yeah, this is what I the wanted to get to. to ring. He was like, "The phone's gonna ring." I was like, "Uh, wait." So is Grandpa so now psychic? <laughs> yeah, he can see the future, and I love the look that Herman gives him. Like, why didn't you just go answer it? <laughs> yeah. So the Hilderberg University, also known as Hilderberg College, was founded in eighteen eight or no way eighteen fifty. It was founded in 1850. So Herman's not that old if he was still in pieces and jars there. Which (laughs) is it uh, the next one or one, one of these coming up mentions, you know, how, how old he actually is finally. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been like just trying to track it, but grandpa, yeah, grandpa is just totally OP still. Um, now that he has, he has telekinesis. He has uh, foresight, f- f- <laughs> premonitions. <laughs> so yeah, the phone rings, and uh, my thought at this point is this thing has to be a pain in the ass to answer every time because you got to pull that rope. The wall opens up. The thing it's, comes out. It's a coffin. Like, the coffin pulls yeah. out and then opens up. And I just noticed it's it was a coffin a pain. the other day or yesterday when I was watching. I was like, that's a, that's a coffin. I, at first, I just thought it was the wall opening. Yeah. Uh, so Wilmer finally propositions Herman. Uh, he offers him. Make it sound so dirty. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I actually wrote, did that on purpose. Uh, he offers him like $300 a week, which is uh, uh, today accounted for inflation. That's about. Uh, 2,647 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's not even if he wins. That's just period, right? Just showing yeah, up. Uh, I don't know. Because then we get comments later on that right. makes me question that. Right. It, it, I was curious. I was like, so is Herman actually even making money? Like, yeah, let's yeah. Uh, Lillian comments that they're having trouble paying for the house as well. Mm-hmm. Which, like... It does. It, it makes sense watching these because uh, Herman freaking destroys everything every other episode. Uh, yeah. So you're constantly getting repairs. Yeah, your money's gonna be tied up. But uh, he takes the job and he gets uh, his the name they're gonna give him. He doesn't want to be seen doing that because you know uh, wrestling even back then at. at as it was getting popular, it was kind of a low brow. So uh, he's like, well, we could put a mask on you and call you the masked Marvel. Mm. Yeah. They, uh, the wrestling didn't really pick up until the seventies, pretty much to get a little yeah, bit more. This hype. is where it's starting to snowball yeah. the, all the territories. Cause uh, anyone who's not a, a fan of it probably has heard of WWE. Well, back uh like 
not even that long ago, like 30, 40 years, WWE, all the stuff they own was actually broken up into uh, different areas of the U.S. And uh, each one was controlled by a, a different organization. Yeah, they were different territories Yeah, um, until and, Vince McMahon decided to, you know, kind of screw the wrestling industry. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be nice about it, but... <laughs> Why? I don't know he's, why he's not nice Vin about Diesel. it <laughs> yeah uh let's see uh yeah um herman says he needs to go and uh, start getting back into shape and uh this this throws wilmer's dad who i have not written down his name for some reason uh it throws him into a bit of confusion because he's a guy that can bend steel has to go get in shape. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird, um, I don't know. Um, I want to go back real quick because I didn't believe you (laughs) and I knew I was right. (laughs) What? Um, on your, the, the Munster's, thing where leslie jordan is playing the doctor basically dr dudley yeah leslie jordan didn't play him in the show that was paul lind oh yeah i was gonna say leslie jordan's not that old to where he would have been able to uh play him and he's only like four foot eleven so he would have looked like eddie size next to monster <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he was born in '55. There's no way that was him in the show, dude. Oh, but well, it, damn, it's a he very did such a good, good job. Good yeah. job. Yes, I will. I will say that. I just wanted to point that out before somebody in the audience goes, hey, "That's no, not that's the right." Perfectly fine. Hey, <laughs> if I ever make a mistake, we have an email address. If you don't want to comment, please yeah. correct me. I will. I I am very much fallible, and I am horrible with names. But if we're especially saying, actors, but if we're <laughs> speculating something that's like shown out in the future, don't be like, no, that's not what fucking goes on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers, please. Um, but yeah, the email address is the monstercast at outlook.com if anyone wants to hit us up on there. But yeah, I wanted to point that out because I was like, wait, that's not right. Leslie no, Jordan's no, I, not I that old. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm so sorry bad. for interrupting the show. I didn't looking it up either, so that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, let's get away from like the WWE shit and just go into yeah, the well, episode. Herman throws Eddie through the ceiling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he never comes down. Never no, comes no, he back. comes down this time. Oh, yeah, this time he does. Yeah, yeah. It's the next. Yeah. 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 Later on, he might be living on the moon. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh. All right. Um. And then, uh, so he has a nighttime job now and we're working through his night job and nobody knows what his night job is, um, except for grandpa because grandpa before that, yeah, grandpa sneaks off bottom while he's training in the basement and he thinks he's Igor and it's actually grandpa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grandpa mentioned something about night work as well. Once Mm -hmm. again, grandpas kill people. This is yeah there's Grandpa's only one good kind person. of night work <laughs> uh and he keeps mentioning the old country i, I love that 
yeah. back in the old country, I used to I, do this, this, and this. I want to point out that uh, uh, Herman is wearing a Transylvania Olympic shirt yeah. from 1841, but the Olympics were established. The first games were in 1896. So does that mean that well, maybe Herman the Transylvania his, ones were That's before. what I was going to say. Did they establish the Olympics before they became popular? <laughs> I mean, I know it's a Greek thing, but um, <laughs> the modern day knows? Olympics. Let's go with that. Historians. Say, well, Grandpa was from the old country, and he clearly knows the future. So maybe he just made it ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you happen to see the book that Herman was reading? What it was called? No, I couldn't see the name of it. So. Method wrestling. Method wrestling. That's right. Yeah, which is uh, more than likely a play on method acting. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she doesn't he, really have to do anything. Like they they basically <laughs> treat him when. Uh, so let's get into the ring stuff a little bit. Um, All right. So like when he's in the ring, they basically treat him like he's like the great Kali. He's just a big, brooding guy who you know pushes people around, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really do anything. Um, Can I say with his mask on, he looks like a villain from one of your slasher films. Oh yeah. With the mask on, if, if he only had one eye hole, he would totally be Jason <laughs> from uh Friday 13th part two. And grandpa promised not to tell the family, but he just goes into the living room where they're all sitting. He's like, Hey, so I'm going to watch wrestling for no reason. <laughs> yeah and they all sit there and watch it with them um, oh yeah no this is like when I this is how I got my mother-in-law wife into wrestling I just started watching it and they just got hooked it's that quick it's yeah. an addicting thing until you realize a lot of the people in it suck uh, <laughs> can I just say that the move Herman does when he grabs uh, I forget the name of his opponent uh, Tarzan uh in the corner, it was a terrible botch. Whoever was actually doing, if this was, uh, you know, when he slams uh, him into the the turnbuckle, where he's like picking him up, trying to, yeah, it, yeah. It, he doesn't. It's not good. He could have seriously hurt. I, I think that's kind of the point, though. I think they purposefully made it like that because they're not. He's not trained. In any way, yeah. getting a, a boxing uh, punching bag is not the same as training professionally wrestling. <laughs> I think this is uh, before the whole don't try this at home thing. But yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah. So uh, it looks like Herman has killed Tarzan. Uh -huh. uh, and then out of nowhere, he gets up and uh, takes down Herman. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, the family starts like, yeah, all right. The big guy's like a big brute. Beat him. Yeah. And, um, like, oh. and then they keep making fun of how he lost, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, over oh, he's, he's just a big dummy. <laughs> um, and I think this is, goes with the whole there's a lot of uh, lessons in this show about not judging a book by its cover. Yeah. And I, I, this is one of them obviously uh but her it turns out herman is uh he's too nice uh he allowed tarzan to win because uh he needed the money for his uh family yeah 
Um, he gave him some sob story while he was in the ring. We don't hear that one. Um, no, at all. So we get a montage later of a bunch of different. Yeah. <laughs> so we end up getting a montage of them, and uh, of just a bunch of different guys being like, "Oh, if I." If I win this, or if I don't win this, I'm going to have to, you know, sell my st- house, or my wife won't be able to get this, and mm-hmm. all these random ass and, and things. This is, I'm shocked they did this because this is actually something wrestlers do. They, yeah. uh, in order to give a good performance, because I mean, we all know by now it's predetermined. They're just putting on a great show for people to enjoy. Uh, and they do this kind of communication in the ring all the time. And I'm shocked that they, they aired this with how protective they were. Cause I mean, they pretended that this was a legit fighting sport until nineties. Uh, and even then it wasn't even until the millennium that it started getting out around. Yeah. <laughs> it was after it was around the time where they did like the, what was it? The masked wrestler guy did that one show where he like revealed a lot of wrestling secrets and shit. Yeah. Kinda like we had yeah, the, the masked uh, magician or some shit that did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder who that. It was the masked Marvel. I wonder who that wrestler was like how much if, if their name ever, oh, came they better out. never reveal themselves. <laughs> uh, anyone who is mildly interested in, wrestling go watch dark side of the ring uh you'll understand why we're making some of these comments yeah. uh but yeah so uh we go to breakfast and the family is still making fun of the masked marvel with Herman in front of herman uh-huh. <laughs> like oh yeah it, it's and he's just sitting there taking it too because what, what else can he do he doesn't want to tell his family i'm confused though why he doesn't want to tell his family what he's doing um probably ashamed because like i said it was lowbrow yeah even in the height of popularity i guess so but i mean you got to do what you got to do for your family yeah that should be that should have been the moral of this story right here you do what you got to do for your family whether you like it or not um yeah well besides like illegal stuff let's let's put that okay, out yeah, no, there. don't do anything illegal we're not condoning that <laughs> If you get in trouble, it's your own fault, not ours. We didn't suggest it. What he said. Little legal <laughs> ass covering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Herman keeps losing and they mention that the crowd mm. is getting tired of booing him. Right. So he's offering $50 a minute for anyone who can last against Herman, which, which I, I don't understand. I do got to say, though. It's a legit thing for people like I guess back in the 60s, they didn't really know it now as we know nowadays. But like sometimes we do get annoyed with having the same bad guy, you know, or booing the same uh, yeah. people. Current over day and wrestling. Over. So <laughs> it, it, it's it's not a far fetched uh, thing to believe. Hey, they're just bored of. This. And even outside of uh, wrestling, I'm sure anyone can get, you know, uh, there's people who are tired of seeing the Joker or whatever. I was just listening to uh, some people talk about uh, in co- going back to comics, uh, the uh, the Batman who laughs, who is an evil Joker Batman, mm-hmm. who is in a lot of things recently. They're getting real tired of seeing him. And uh, some so things cool can be overused. Though, yeah. <laughs> 
And I don't understand why. What what is the whole? What is in this for Herman? Right. It like offers people fifty minutes, a uh, uh, fifty bucks a minute to make the matches last longer. I guess. But what does does is the incentive that Herman will lose that money per minute if he doesn't win quickly? That this isn't stated, but I don't see why Herman would care. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> Cause it's not like you get $50 a minute to win the match. You just have to stay in the yeah. match. So even if you lose, you get the money um, to anybody who can stay, you know, every minute you're in the ring with him, which you know, they did promotions like this a lot back in the day. Um, they would bring in, you know, ringers and shit like that. And just to get the crowd going and stuff, which we actually end up finding out. That the guy who ends up going in there is a ringer. Yeah, we get um, Strangler Murphy talking to his manager. Yeah. <laughs> this is who, uh, funny. This is okay. You you go. They with this have one. Uh, they 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 have a plan to win because uh, they've done this plan before. They're gonna drop some sleeping pills into Herman's water, <laughs> uh, which is oof, just referencing Dark Side of the Ring, a very touchy subject right now. Uh, <laughs> They uh, as, as soon as I saw the wrestling aspect of this, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about this one for a minute." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they mentioned that they've done this to past people, and, and the strangler suddenly goes, "Isn't this dishonest?" Yeah. He goes, I, I, "In my head, I'm like, you've done this before, and now you're asking this." Well, the cameras weren't on before, duh. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? I think he says he's going to put enough sleeping pills to drop on an elephant. Yeah. Well, b- before that, though, the guy, the strangler says, um, you know, is this not isn't this um, unethical, basically? Or he he uses a more layman term dishonest. Right. I think is what you said. Yeah. And um, yeah. and uh, he, the guy goes, yeah, but it's. Fifty dollars a minute. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I don't even take my question back, or I forget the exact verbiage yeah. that he said, but that's basically he's like, I take it back. I take my question. I retract my. Qu- yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so then we get into then it just jumps to that scene. There's not much between that and the. Actual uh, fight. The family is sitting in the living room again. Eddie wants to watch. They're like, where's Grandpa? And then they see Grandpa in the in crowd. The crowd, yeah. <laughs> Very. Uh... It's like, wow, he's really getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Grandpa's sitting next to uh, the Strangler's manager in the crowd, and was it? Who is this guy? Is, wait, did you say Strangler Murphy? He's. <laughs> Uh, no, because apparently this is supposed to be some up and coming rookie, but mm. uh, Strangler Murphy was uh, uh, banned from a certain promotion for doing uh, not his sanctioned uh, things right. to win. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of words that would uh, jazz up the sentence. He's a bad bloke who got banned. <laughs> uh, grandpa's like strangler oh that's a pretty cool name <laughs> right um yeah yeah he ends up because because this was supposed to be a, a thing just a random person was supposed to be able to do 
Um, yeah. And I'm surprised though. Which that makes sense. Cause some of the, prom- the promotion guy there didn't know this that he's, a- cause usually those guys knew a lot of the wrestlers yeah, in the other promotion, especially the bigger ones. Yeah, infamous name they're gonna they're recognize yeah. him especially if you're getting banned from one uh region i'm pretty sure a lot of the other ones are gonna be like yeah no we're good <laughs> like, yeah. we don't want that shit on our our end either so we find uh, i wasn't expecting the sleeping pills to actually work but yeah me either I, herman's drowsy I, I wasn't expecting him to do anything to herman i just I expected that to be the gag. Like yeah. he's still standing. No, Herman's out, like out of it. He's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Strangler Murphy starts biting Herman's leg, which is an illegal move, by the way. Where the way like, why isn't the ref doing anything? It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's biting. What the Strangler? No, the fucking biter. That's like what his name should be, because he was just eating his uh, calf, and- like. It's <laughs> like what are you doing and man during this the uh the can the camera guy picks up on herman's voice and lily realizes who it is yeah. she's mad the uh oh, by the way marilyn and eddie are like uncle herman get him by the way <laughs> that wouldn't have happened back in the 60s <laughs> with their wrestling on tv um no they're careful not to catch their voices yeah. now <laughs> Well, they when they when we do catch our the wrestlers' voices in the ring now, it's on purpose. When usually, yeah, they're like yelling. They're either yelling or they turn the onboard camera mic on so you can hear it lightly in the background. But they also mm-hmm. want to be careful that you don't hear them saying what the next move and shit is because that used yeah. to be an issue a lot. But back in the oh, yeah. 60s, when they did their promotions and shit, one, you could barely see uh, uh, like what what they oh. look like. And two, you weren't hearing the wrestlers the, talking in the ring the at all. The quality you're getting in this monster show, I've watched a lot uh-huh. of like 60s uh, wrestling, uh, what survives right. of it, because, you know, America didn't keep a lot of stuff back then, even though it was considered a sport, mm. that stuff's missing. Uh, and... I, I, well, I mean, you go back to... Well, I shouldn't say America. So, uh, we kept a lot more than other countries, but yeah. uh, the quality in the monsters is so much better than whatever camera they're using to do those shows. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa's going to kill someone. <laughs> when he finds out, like, hey, wait a minute, this guy is the one who's banned. He does some magic that turns off the light and at this point, Strangler has like Herman on his shoulders somehow, uh, spinning him. But the light shuts off, comes back on, and now Strangler's on Herman's shoulders. Yeah, I um, I was very confused. Was what Grandpa did was that supposed to um, uh, like wake Herman up? I don't know because there's also a fire that starts just out of nowhere. So did grandpa turn the light off, wake Herman up and set a fire? Yeah. I have no idea. 
Um, but he kept the match so going her- anyways. Even if that's the promoter. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that would be on the dark side of the ring. Oh, yeah, there's a fire like in the arena. But we're yeah, didn't he keep- say lock the fire doors yeah, too? He's just like lock the doors until the match is over. <laughs> Uh, so Herman throws the strangler with such a force that breaks all four of the poles holding the ropes up Uh, and finally the promoter's like hey uh, let people know there's a fire so you know we don't get sued yeah let let them or get them out evacuate the people please yeah Herman decides the best way to do that is to take his mask off to yell uh in doing so, he breaks some guy's glasses, uh, a bunch of hair does weird stuff, and people just vanish, including the promoter, as before he even gets a chance to yell. Yeah. He he was just out. Everyone was out. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's much else. So here, here are the names of the wrestlers that were here. Killer Con- Conklin, mm-hmm. uh, Genghis Cohen... Tarzan McGurk, Crusher Kowalski as J.S. York, Wilbur Ramsey as Teddy Eclace. Wait, as Teddy, that's the actual guy's name. Uh, Wilbur yeah. Ramsey, Ted. Duke Ramsey, and I think that's it. So, Mr. Hansen was the promoter, correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, he was totally Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Which is Anything a to get scary the thing because Vince didn't exist back. Well, I mean he did, but he was like a kid. Uh, yeah. I'm just quick checking when he was born real quick. He was alive then. Jerry, the King Lawler was alive. Yeah. yeah then, he so came out as a commentator in 1969. Yeah. So yeah. So He's like Man, a teenager. He was a commentator in 69? Yeah. When did he take over the company? No, that's a whole other thing. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, yeah, the next morning, yeah. uh, Grandpa's reading a paper titled Mockingbird Heights News. I had to uh, uh, go back because I wanted to see all this and see. Because yeah. this show has been amazing with hiding stuff, and I was not disappointed. Did you check out the newspaper at all? I saw a little bit of it. I didn't like freeze frame or anything like that. Uh, the, the, he's reading the sports section. The headlines are uh, Evans to drive mystery car. Uh, Jebby defends Mitt Laurels and go tonight. And uh, there, these are referencing, uh, excuse me, uh, race car driver, Robert Evans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, World champion boxer uh, Ben Derby. <laughs> so I thought that was great detail. Just mm-hmm. referencing two more, uh, you know, probably somebody that the uh, either the prop guy or maybe even the writer just requested, or maybe even the director. Who knows? Right. Probably the, even the actor. Shit. Um. Herman gets a cash reward from this. Yes, he. The fire department gives him a reward too. Was that what I was under the assumption of? Right? They say I, the fire marshal. The fire marshal. Yeah, I was. I don't understand why he got <laughs> this reward, 
but um, I do know what how much it is worth today. Okay, go ahead. Because it was a thousand dollars at uh, their, their time. Yes. Uh today it would be eight thousand eight hundred and twenty-four dollars with inflation. So good chunk for Eddie's college. Um mm-hmm. still not enough. It college will drain you dry and then throw you to the side. I mean, by uh, the time Eddie would have went to college though, it would have been the 70s so maybe not so bad he just has to worry about that draft (laughs) (laughs) uh speaking of eddie he comes out of the cabinet again yeah why is he always in the cabinet (laughs) i don't Uh know and it's really a question i would like to ask one of the creators or uh, Butch Patrick himself. Maybe we could get Butch on the show yeah. even ask his opinion. I, w- I would be interested uh, to see like, uh, so they just shove you in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. What was the reasoning for that? Right. Uh, and this is where uh, Herman throws Eddie who knows where, but that money is not going to college. He's fixing the freaking floors. Oh, they don't even fix that shit. I think grandpa magically does that. Why doesn't grandpa just make money appear too, by the way? Like <laughs> he does so much stuff. He might have a money laundering business in that basement of his. <laughs> he's got his own That's printing put press. Anything past him. He probably has his own printing press. He's he's fucking ancient. He got it. He took it from the old country. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his little spell book for so this is like the blender <laughs> awesome man uh this show is so weird. so that was episode eight um herman the great the wrestling episode and i i enjoyed it i really i really liked it um mm-hmm. it gave me a oh, lot yeah. of throwbacks this... to wrestling too with i was just like yeah man um I think as wrestling fans, we definitely got a lot more out of it than yeah, than some people <laughs> probably could for sure. Um, so, do you want to jump into nine, or do you got any trivia for that episode? There, you said you had there well, was a you wrestler. said a lot of them, but uh, some of the guest list on this, you know, John Hubbard as Duke yeah. Ramsey, Joseph Mel as Mister Hanson, uh, Johnny Silver as Jerry, uh, Billy Varga as the Strangler. Uh, none of these guys are wrestlers, as far as I could find out they're mostly stunt or uh, you know uh people that do one-off appearances uh jimmy uh lennon senior though he's been a ring announcer for a long time uh you'll recognize his voice if you're a fan of the rocky series he was in rocky three okay uh tiger joe marsh was the referee who got two appearances lost in space and that's mostly it uh matt murphy is killer uh conklin the great john l as genghis cohen Mm -hmm. that's a great name in itself i i had to get that one out there uh gene labelle as tarzan mcgurk j.s york as crusher kolowski and as you said ted eckless as wilbur ramsey Mm. um some Wrestling facts in 1964, Andre the Giant made his debut at the age of 18 in Paris. Okay. That's before uh, he got drafted then, right? Yeah. I don't know the history of Andre, but there's a good chance that guy's I know, no. life is a tragedy. I think he... I thought Vince got him into wrestling. No, he was start, He debuted in Paris. Okay. 
uh, other notable people who debuted this year, uh, personal favorites of mine, the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers. <laughs> uh, probably for their redneck uh, appearance and uh, reminding me of my uh, favorite uh, Red Green, if anyone's ever seen that show. Uh, Rocky Johnson debuted. Thunderbolt Patterson, who was a huge... Now, wait, uh, for people uh, who don't know, who is Rocky Johnson? Oh, he is Dwayne the Rock Johnson's father. There we go. Uh, Thunderbolt Patterson, who was... Uh, he's a big name in being one of the first uh, people to try and unionize the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultraman, who is not the Japanese character, but a Mexican wrestler who's... A name just caught my eye. And uh, Victor Rivera, who, uh, if you're a fan oh, no, of old school wrestling, you'll know him from NWA or the WWWF. WWW. That was before Vince took it over from his daddy. Yep. He dropped one W. Uh, <laughs> and the only promotion that I found that had any big pay-per-view events was EMLL, which is huge Mexican promotion and uh last time i checked it was like free to watch on fight if anyone wants to check it out they're uh they have a no blood policy so it's pretty kid friendly awesome man all right so do you want to dive into episode nine yeah all right knock knock wood here comes charlie this aired november 19th uh, written by Norm Liebman and Ed Haas. And this one is directed by Lawrence Dobkin, who uh, played Colonel Gaston Bell in Patton and uh, directed Charlie X of Star Trek. Dun, dun, dun. Star Trek? What I is that? I figured you would find that interesting. What is Star Trek? What's that? What is Star Trek? <laughs> no, we're not going down that road. Um, awesome. So we'll do the synopsis for that. November 19th, 1964. Knockwood, Here Comes Charlie. Herman's twin brother, Charlie, a fast talking con artist, comes to town and ends up staying at the Munster's home against Herman's wishes and tries to to bilk Lily out of the money that was left to her by selling her a worthless invention that separates uranium from seawater. And what the fuck does bilk mean? Because I have never heard that term before. Bilk, obtain or withhold money. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so I want to dive in real quick uh, with this yes. one because it, it, it you get a twin brother in this already. And, and yeah. they do a couple scenes where Herman is next to Charlie, his brother. Um, I was oh, yeah. very uh, impressed for the time of that. I, I mean, Star Trek did the same thing too with uh, the mirror universe characters as well back in the sixties, well, but this was really cool to I, see I as actually, well. I got a thing on that. Yeah. I'll go ahead and just say it now. Uh, the dual ro- the identical, you know, people being on screen was uh, extremely popular in the sixties because uh, they figured how to do uh split screen, mm-hmm. uh, which are, uh, uh yeah, it's called split screen, but basically, you know, you had the same person um, like uh, Bewitched and I Dream of Genie or were another two ones that did were uh, had some really popular episodes with this. Uh, I actually recommend checking out the uh, I Dream of Genie one because it's her playing two characters called Genie. So have fun figuring out who's who. <laughs> well, I mean, you also have to remember, too, in 1960, 
it was before this 1960 or 1961 um the parent trap dropped and that was a a feature length film with um one of the the main character playing both main characters the main actress i should say playing both main characters Mm -hmm. um which is really cool uh if people haven't seen that it is literally the like the Lindsay lohan version just better (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah so yes they definitely love doing the doubles up and then you know full house cheated and you know here's some twins (laughs) they just fucking got twins (laughs) after a while they started doing Uh twins um there's actually uh with uh buffy the vampire slayer um the guy who plays xander in real life has a twin brother so whenever they did like a duplicate thing of him where he had to do a scene mm-hmm. with himself they just had his brother come in and do it with him that's awesome yeah so yeah some interesting uh things to do with that i i actually was like really impressed though with this one um maybe it's because it was in black and white and i hadn't seen it very often so um <laughs> yeah let's yeah uh this is uh anyone who's a fan of uh you know shows from back then uh, you've probably seen quite a few of these but i i recommend i mean they do a good job of giving them contrasting features so you could tell the characters apart as a viewer uh-huh. but as a uh uh person you know uh in the role trying to do it uh i just gotta think like when you see the script and you're playing two characters named Genie. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so with this one, I like that. Not only did they dress them too differently, you have Herman and then Charlie was dressed differently as well, but Charlie actually sounded different. They gave him more of like a, a gentleman's accent. If you w- would say. Yeah. He's a uh, more sophisticated and, uh, uh proper yeah i guess yeah they, they they try and give him like a southern proper uh demeanor to himself i mean even he freaking has a monocle dude <laughs> like, <what>? yeah why <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into it uh we open yeah. with lily merrill and eddie in the kitchen as herman walks in uh was i have a question i was watching this one on itunes again because i still can't figure out where my box set is uh okay <laughs> the audio really got quiet on me yes this one was it the it same it was the same um i'm guessing something got messed up in the editing lab or something like that for this episode uh because i had to jack the volume up on this episode as well uh, i was trying to remember which episode it was but yeah it was this one where the volume was just okay. very low um in there so it wasn't you you weren't going deaf all right <laughs> i was just wondering if it was the the digital version that was something went wrong with the conversion or whatever no it was on the discs as well uh lily is mad that herman is late to breakfast for some reason yeah i'm not sure why uh yeah uh, grandpa walks in and uh makes fun of herman for cutting himself shaven Uh, just dead skin that shouldn't be growing uh hair on it anyways but okay yeah yeah 
hair continues to grow. <laughs> Not after that long from the body being dead. Just, look, they live with a magic Dracula who sees the future. Uh, <laughs> Who may or may not have put him together. So uh, there's a knock at the door and Herman tells Meryl uh, that she's dressed badly for some reason, but to go in. Yeah, I think she, wasn't she just dressed? She was dressed in like a nightgown, I think. Yeah, she, she looked normal to me, but. Uh, that you're dressed badly and we don't want to scare him off right before before you get. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Herman gets up and smacks his head on the chandelier. When he does this, if you look carefully, you can see his headpiece gets revealed. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that was a, a little note that I got here. Uh, I just Grandpa, love that Fred Gwynn, every time he does something stupid, like annoying or pissed off, like you see it in Herman's face and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, you're fine. I just message. Uh, Grandpa's reading the Transylvania Gazette again, which again, probably just reusing prop, but continuity. Right. Um, Herman then trips on a skateboard on the way to the door. Uh, he's clearly having a horrible day. And then as he answers the door, he meet uh, we meet his twin, Charlie, who doesn't even yo know, herman doesn't even answer the door that's right Her, charlie just, just walks, walks into in their there. house which i i get was a thing that happened with close family and friends back in the day i've always been taught you know knock first he did knock though he knocked twice that's true that's true i i've just never walked straight into a place uh grandpa has a look on his face that tells me he totally knew charlie was going to be there <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, did Grandpa build him too? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And they're twin brothers, so they must have been made out of the same. Like maybe they were twins <laughs> that they just dissected. Oh, this is opens the door to so many questions. Uh, Lily confirms that it's his twin. Uh-huh. Uh, Charlie's has a monocle, and I hate it. Uh, <laughs> And apparently Eddie shrunk. Why did I say that? What? What was Eddie doing? Eddie shrunk. <laughs> oh, that's right. He comments about how Eddie was taller last time he seen him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was confused by that. I was like, wait, what What do they mean? Uh, he, so he's going through each family member. Let's see. He doesn't know how to talk to Marilyn. Uh, he gives Eddie a bat in the box. Uh, Lily gets a new shroud. Uh, Marilyn gets a frog to give her warts. <laughs> once again, she's the ugly duckling of the family, apparently. Yeah. And uh, Grandpa gets a cigar boxes and a coffin uh, for putting ashes in. Does Charlie kill people, too? <laughs> I think it's just a play on words. But yes. Yeah, but he says it weird. I can like, totally you know, picture. You can hide things in it. I can totally picture that guy killing people. <laughs> <laughs> over Herman. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, this entire time Herman is off screen in the next room on the stairs because he doesn't he doesn't get along with Charlie and doesn't want to be near him. Or because the editor wanted to be lazy. <laughs> yes. There's a they're they're apart a lot. Yeah. So when they do eventually meet on screen, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you think, oh, it's just going to be a back and forth or one camera here, one camera there mm. type deal. Hard cuts. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, so okay. her or uh, Charlie has a device after he gives away his gifts to everybody. Mm-hmm. Charlie shows grandpa this machine that can take seawater Ex- and extract or separate uranium from it. And to test this, he has water from the Atlantic Ocean. And and he does it. <laughs> and he has a uranium tester. Um, a Geiger counter. Yeah. Sorry. The test for radiation. Grandpa wants to go get his, but Charlie's like, no, no, no. No, no, no I have I my, my own. own. Which, red flag immediately to me. Right. Uh, uh, Charlie... Uh, Oh, uh, they mentioned somewhere along this conversation that Charlie is Herman's only living relative. So all of his extended family from here on out, we know has to be from Lily's side. Yeah. Unless they retcon it later. <laughs> yeah, which they, they probably will. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, is this the episode where they say how old they are? Uh, I don't recall. Um, no, okay. not this one. All right. So moving forward then. So um, we find out Charlie is basically just there to sell this thing. He needs to yeah. sell it. He needs yeah. to, to to do something. A- everyone in the family loves him except Herman. Yeah. Lily offers for him to stay. Uh, Grandpa mentions Charlie got all the personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, Grandpa's such an asshole. It really sets sets precedence for future shows too, with the same gimmick that they do, where the the one mm-hmm. sibling comes in, the whole family loves them except for the one that's actually related to them by blood, because <laughs> uh, they know how shifty they are. Oh yeah, and Herman even says as much after everyone leaves and Charlie goes to set up his room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. It's like uh, he tells Lily, he's like, oh, he couldn't possibly be here because your grandma died again and left you 5,000, which I love the fact that he said again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is is this is this uh, Lily's actual grandma or is this uh, Lily's mom or, you know, somebody? I'm not even going to question it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she left him five thousand, which again we're converting it in today. That's forty four thousand one hundred and twenty three dollars. I like that one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he couldn't possibly be here to take that money. And then immediately after this, we go to another scene where, uh, uh oh no, sorry, Grandpa takes offense, overhears this, and is like. I'll show you it's correct. So he takes the machine down to his lab to show everyone that it works. Uh-huh. Then we got Marilyn answering a phone from someone who wants to talk to Charlie. And he's like, I told my uh, secretary not to tell anyone where I was. Well, we meet his investor who might be part of the mob. Yeah, I got very mob mob uh, dealings <laughs> with them or, or some kind of mafia type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I believe he even calls him his uh, bookie. Yeah, it, but he's an investor in a machine that takes water and extracts uranium from it. 
So yeah, maybe this is why people you need to look into your investments <laughs> before you. Oh, here's another uh, um, goof that they did. Uh, uh, while Charlie is on the phone talking to this guy with uh, Lily next to him. If you look on the left side of the staircase, you could see a crewman walk. Oh, really? Yeah. In the background. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> or no, no, that's not this one. This one, it's he's just standing in the hallway down there. You can see his leg oh. as he's leaning against one of the tables. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, it's, it's I rarely see this stuff. So when I actually do see it, I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so let's skip around a little bit with this one because I know we're running a little longer today um yeah let's go to all right so we find out he he needs to sell this and he's there to basically rip his sister-in-law off is is yeah. what he tells but his she bookie. doesn't even ask he's like she's gonna buy it yeah she's like, oh i guess i'm gonna buy it <laughs> yeah he, she's gonna buy it for this much because it's a great deal. This is what he's saying to the bookie on the phone to to basically car salesman her um, into buying this Not machine. Not even that. He's just stating that she's going to do it and she goes along yeah. with it. And uh, and he says, what, $5,000? Is that where it, what it was? Um, and uh, she, which is a great steal or some shit like that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, what? So all he actually owes the bookie is a it's thousand. a thousand yeah so so uh lily goes to get the money herman's like no he goes to put it in the safe uh we cut to grandpa and eddie testing the machine grandpa thinks he uh he broke it because it's not setting off his counter yeah. uh and that it's actually sand uh we cut back to herman still putting in the combo uh grandpa fixes it but it's only making a ton of gold now which i'm sure charlie would prefer uh we cut back to herman still he finally gets the combo then he breaks the door where does the part come in where he sells it to the neighbor to the neighbor that's happening right now uh so they talk about how the neighbor was, uh, you know, left an inheritance uh-huh. and that Lily's going to go bring her some food because Harmon's been helping her out since, you know, she's by herself now. And he's like, I'll do it. Yeah. So he goes next door. She thinks it's Herman. He doesn't correct her. He's like, hey, buy this thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, OK. Yeah. Like, each. He doesn't even really explain what it is, though. Like, no, not and, really. And why do people? Why does she? Want why it? do people want uranium? Either, <laughs> anyways. Like, for I, I get it's the sixties, whatever. But like a normal household, like, what the fuck are you gonna do with it? Like, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, yeah, Doc Brown could use oh. that. Grandpa turns into a bat and Lily complains that there's ashes on the floor at some point during all this, too. Uh, so this, this neighbor's name is Mrs. Cartwright. OK, uh, 
this is not a neighbor that we've met, I don't think. So they continuing to get new neighbors. Mm-hmm. So uh, he takes the money. He tells the, the Booker mob investor that he's got the money. Uh, Leo Herman sends Knuckles Kraus yeah. is the guy's name. Uh, let's see. Herman sends Merrill out to find out if you can extract uranium from water. And it turns out, no, you can't. Uh, so Herman finally fixes the safe. No, we don't see that. It's just no, fixed. It's fixed. Uh, the combo is either extremely long or he just can't remember it. So he gets fed up and busts his hand through the wall right he he breaks through the wall to get his money out of the safe because what he's going to do is make things right with his neighbor um yeah he finds out that she was swindled yeah and then he goes and talks to her and she doesn't believe that he has a twin he's brother. got a twin brother <laughs> which fair enough i get it um but she's willing to sell it back to him for five hundred dollars more right uh, which he ends up doing, and he he yep. takes it and goes around, uh, goes away, and uh, they're about to destroy said machine. No, no, Charlie's trying to sneak out without telling anyone, and Grandpa's like, "Hey, I fixed your machine." He's like, "Oh uh, yeah, you what now?" Yeah. <laughs> so he goes and tries to get it back, and she's like, "No, no, no! I already sold it back to you." No, no, no! You didn't. Uh, did you sell it to someone who looks just like me? She's like, "Yes, that'd be my twin brother." And once again, she's like, why is he putting on this act? Right. He's crazy. <laughs> so Herman's about to crush this thing. He's like, stop, stop, stop. I've learned. You know, protect, you know, be with your family. And Herman says something along the lines of water is thicker than blood. Not true. Which I don't know if that was a joke or he flubbed it. <laughs> and so he's like, here, here's your 5,000. And I'm like, it's actually you know, out $500 still, but right. all right. <laughs> uh, Grandpa mentions that he wasn't done making adjustments earlier in the episode when he's telling Charlie. Yes. So I'm like, this is going to go bad for him. As he's leaving, he gets into a car. Uh, we find, and all right. Oh, he also tosses Eddie a coin on his way out. Like, here you go, kid. Uh, Grandpa reveals that he fixed it. Herman's like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he swindled me again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't care about us. Yeah. He just wants the money. I think that's more of what he's upset yeah. about. And so he gets into the cab, which is a brand new 1964 Ford sedan, by the way. Anyone okay. who knows cars, which is not me. I actually had to look this up. Uh, <laughs> it, well, he gets in the Eddie car. Eddie reveals, I got a fake coin. Yeah, it's a fake coin, but then um, Charlie's in the car with... The cab driver turns out to be his investor, Booker, mob... Uh, Leo Knuckles Kraus. <laughs> That's... Sorry. Knuckles. Uh, How about... We'll just go with Knuckles. <laughs> we're inside the house and we hear an explosion. <laughs> yeah. So they go out and it's awesome. They look at the wreckage, which is no longer the new Ford sedan, by the way. It's a clunker from the 50s uh, <laughs> with the roof blown off and everything. They should be. They miraculously the guy, survived. The guy should be dead. The human person should be fucking oh, dead. I honestly thought they weren't going to survive at all. 
I was like, well, this is how we never see Charlie again. Uh, go out there and just see Herman's like the Charlie's head laying on the ground. <laughs> oh, and then we could have had a whole episode of oh. Grandpa putting him back together <laughs> with a new heart. And then he wouldn't be so cold hearted. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where the episode just ends. Pretty much. They're in the smoldering wreckage of the. Yeah. Yeah. And Herman goes away with all of his monies. Awesome, man. So minus 500 minus 500. <laughs> yeah. But he has all of his inheritance money. Um, so uh, sorry about rushing that one, guys. We're running a little long here. Uh, any last trivia bits for this episode, dude? Yeah. The guest stars were uh, Fred Gwynn as Charlie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jean, Jean Willis as Mrs. Cartwright. Mm-hmm. Cartwright. Yep. Uh, Mike Marzerki as Leo Knuckles Kraus, who Kraus uh, has been in uh, Batman, an episode of Batman, and uh, Mister Ed, which is a show I just wanted to mention because you know that's also a good one. A talking horse. Uh, the title is based on the 1925 song Clap Hands, Here Comes Charlie, which was by Billy Rose, uh, Ballard McDonald, and Joseph Meyer. Awesome. Which makes sense because here comes Charlie. Um, I, I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't enjoy it 100%. Um, I, the wrestling one I got more yeah. out of. Uh, out of these two the wrestling ones definitely I, I enjoyed more mostly because of being a wrestling fan and diving deep into the yeah. wrestling i will say it was it was really neat to see charlie and herman side by yes. side though especially back in 64 like you could see why so many shows wanted to show this off because that had to be like oh excuse me uh really great yeah like blowing people's minds back then. Yeah, especially with the, these two, they're wearing completely different outfits and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it, it was a nice um, way to have a twin without. Honestly, it was just a nice way for them to get Fred Gwynn to act in a different way and not pay him extra. <laughs> yeah, they also did that. Uh- so. Yeah, I mean, as long as you didn't work over a certain amount of time, you didn't get paid extra usually with it. So, kind of sucks for them, but it's great for us uh, fans who are watching and liked it and enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see if we do see Charlie come back again or not. Um, Yeah, My guess is not, but you never know. Never know. They've been well, pretty good with well, the show. A lot with, of the uh, fans out there probably already know, but we will never, we never know <laughs> until we get there. Uh, I will say that the for an older show, you know, maybe it's just because I used to Power Rangers and the showrunners on that didn't give a crap mm-hmm. at all about continuity. Yeah, uh, I'm really being blown away by how much they're keeping stuff going yeah. and they're they're constantly building on grandpa's uh serial killer tendencies as well <laughs> oh my god that's he's totally oh <laughs> <laughs> right. al lewis 
he's a he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, any last thoughts or any last words for this episode, man? Uh, water's thicker than blood. Awesome. And with that said, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter